Welcome to Sinister Junk Mail. I'm Kate Lassay. Oh, hey. It's Susie. It's Susie. We are here with a little <laughs> mini episode for you guys. It's an update on the Lucy Letby case. So there have been some new details that have come to light. She still sucks. Spoiler alert. She's still garbage. We yeah. still hate her. There's been some stuff that's come up, and I think it's super relevant. It's stuff that if we had known before, I would have wanted to include in the episode because it really expands our knowledge of her personality and her like level of depravity. Okay. Um, stuff that is super relevant and important to know about her, in my opinion. Okay, that's fair. First one is about the air embolus that we discussed, how she injected these babies with air. So a Daily Mail article came out about this, and it was about Dr. Sandy Bowen. She was somebody who worked with Lucy. She was a neonatologist and a consultant pediatrician, and she was also called in as an expert witness okay. in the trial. In this article, she discusses like what the air embolus actually does to you and how it makes you feel, the um, results that it has like okay. physically. Because I think learning about this case, if you're not like skilled in medical knowledge if you don't know this stuff what i like i didn't realize how horrible this was for these babies i didn't realize just how painful this was there wasn't like a lot of detail given about like how they would respond to this it was just they would collapse they would collapse right right so we know she's killing them and yeah she's fucking horrible for that but this doctor she explains that every time these poor little babies were injected with air, they were essentially suffering a heart attack every single time. And the symptoms that go along with that heart attacks are extremely painful, just fucking horrible. And these poor little tiny bodied babies, no control over themselves, like no ability to say no, no ability right. to. This was a medical professional doing these things to them. She knew what it was going to do to them. She knew how it was going to hurt them. Right. It was beyond just killing them. It was torture. Right. It was absolute torture. So this doctor, Sandy Bowen, she recounts the moment when she realized that these babies were being deliberately harmed in this article. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to read you her quote, what she said. I was sitting at my dining room table in the winter and it was dark outside. And I was looking at this baby's x-ray thinking, this baby has had an air embolism. Then I thought, it can't be. I'd never seen anything like that in my career, but nothing else explained it. The x-rays were in front of me, several of them, all showing air in the baby's vessels. That's when I thought, no, it has to be, and it has to be deliberate. This doesn't happen naturally. No. This is something that only can be done by an outside source. So she was one of the first like, really realized, right? That's terrible. Could you imagine being that person that actually connects the dots? It's just awful. I, yeah. Everyone in this case has suffered. I feel so sad for all of them. This is something that's going to go with you to your grave. You're never going to just get over this. No. No, I, I don't know how you can move on. Like you're everything you do, every step forward in your life is you're going to be second check, like second guessing everything, checking yeah. everything, which is good. You should have, you should be doing that, but it's the, it's for the wrong paranoia. Now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So she was also struck by the accounts from the parents and medics of the babies screaming before they collapsed and oh died. So they weren't just being injected with air and peacefully like going to sleep and dying. Right. They were in severe pain, like screaming like no little baby should ever scream. She said that some cried for up to 30 minutes at a time. That's just awful. It's I can't even express to you how awful this makes me feel knowing that somebody could be so awful to do this. Yeah. So she said that the sad reality was, like I said, is that each of these babies was suffering a heart attack after Lucy Letby injected air into them every single time. She also mentions that to have a premature baby screaming this way is extremely unusual. It was apparent that somebody was doing something to cause them severe pain. It's just the sadism 
the torture. Yeah. I look back at the case and I think about how we talked about how she was killing these babies in the aftermath and she wanted to participate in the grief and she wanted to have the attention on her. There's got to be so much more to it than just that because like she continually tortured them. Like she, she right. made sure every second of their life was painful. Right. That she could possibly make happen. It's just well, disgusting. It's beyond just like trying to take the life because if you look at, I think I'm pretty sure we mentioned this, um, it being a possibility that it was like her playing God and wanting to just be able to end a life. Right. But I think it's beyond that because I, if you just want to end a life, there's a way to do it. <laughs> not that I've like looked into it, <laughs> but like there is a way to do yeah. it to make it not painful and just to kill someone. But yeah. you're doing it in the worst way possible and yeah. to innocent babies. Like, yeah, I don't think that there's like a worse thing you could do. I honestly. wonder, I do wonder. So I fully believe she like, actually, I'm not even gonna say that. At one point, I believed that she was an opportunist who would just go after whatever she could, whatever baby she could access easily. Interesting. But I don't believe that anymore. Um, I believe that she investigated these families and selected certain ones for reasons. Really? Yeah, I do. Um, it's the Facebook searches and it's the, the commentary that's come out from some of the parents after the fact. I am not saying that she did it every time. I do believe that maybe she was an opportunist on occasion and this looked like an easy easy access one of the some of the kills i don't know uh, what was it like facebook searches to see like oh this is a happy couple let's ruin that's it that's what i'm not sure about so i i've speculated i okay. think that there's got to be some certain marker she's looking for in certain parents or families um or certain babies even i don't know it makes me and this i know this is a lot of speculation but it makes me wonder if there's something tied again to her own father childhood we'll go mother yeah is it something about when she's doing these Facebook searches that it's like, it's triggering? Like, it's like one of those yeah. where she's going like, this mother reminds me of my mom. And I can tell by the Facebook post, yeah. I'm going to do this now. I sort of feel like there's a possibility, again, speculating, yeah, that she was targeting babies who she didn't feel like the parents either deserved them or was were capable of properly caring for them. And I'll expand on that when we get to the next little bit. Okay. But I do think that there was more thought that went into it than just like, oh, this baby's here now. And you'll see why when we, okay. when we talk about it in just a minute. Weird. Okay. Yeah. So these poor babies were like not just being killed. They were being tortured. Right. They were being assaulted at every opportunity. And it, it's disgusting. Yeah. We talked about how she would attempt to kill them multiple times. She would several times before she finally succeeded or before finally the baby got removed. So there was one premature baby, this, a set of parents that came out and talked about her after all of this came out. And this was one premature baby that may have been attacked by Lucy. So this was a boy who belonged to two parents, a mother and a father. They, he was premature. He was born at this hospital and he was very small. So Lucy Letby had taken a liking to this baby boy and even got really close to the parents. Weird. Yes. They literally thought she was looking out for them. Like they thought that she cared deeply about them. The baby's father at one point even suggested to his wife that maybe Lucy Leppy could be their child's godmother. Whoa. Yeah. The wife said, hell no, <laughs> in so many words. Yeah. It should be family, was what she said. But that shows you right. the kind of like manipulation that was going on here. Yep, exactly. Ugh. That's so gross. I know. It's it's so gross looking back at um, but this is the level they were on with her. They really thought they had some sort of friendship with her. They thought that she was doing everything to take care of their baby. Yeah. The couple now suspects that their baby was attacked by her, who picked him out as one of her favorites, even getting angry with other nurses when she wasn't allocated to care for him. 
Once, he was found with an unusual amount of blood in his diaper when Lucy Lepi was looking after him, and the doctors could find no cause for it. Like, so this was just one of the instances that led them to believe she was attacking this poor baby. Like, where does that blood coming from, and why does no one understand what's happening? Yeah, it's very fucking sad. Oh my God, I hate this so much. Another time when Lucy was his designated nurse, he suddenly collapsed inexplicably as she was about to hand him over to the night staff. So he just had a collapse that they couldn't figure out what was going on. And this happened many times with him. Like he would always have like a dip in his health when she was on taking care of him. They didn't realize at the time they were just like, oh, luckily Lucy's here to take care of him. Well, and and that's what's I think the more messed up part about it is like if the family felt that close to her, they're almost relieved that it's happening. That's exactly what was going on. When she's around. But meanwhile, like if she wasn't around, your baby would probably get out of, you know, NICU. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's awful. So fortunately... This night that the, you know, he had the collapse and then he went to the uh, night staff, whatever. Fortunately, a doctor came to his aid and a senior nurse and took over and he quickly recovered. So, okay. he, you know, bounced back a bounced little back bit. A little, yeah. yeah. Lucy also sent the boy's mother a handmade Mother's Day card with a Polaroid photograph she had taken of their baby inside his incubator. So that, like I said, it's a very small baby on breathing tubes, feeding right. everything. Even though he was still requiring 24-hour oxygen, the image showed their son with no mask or oxygen tubes on his face. So she had taken them off. She had taken his oxygen off. When the concerned parents queried this, let be dismissed their fear, saying, I just thought you would like a picture of him with no tubes. No. This happened on more than one occasion where she would snap a photo with him of him with no tubes. To me, it's like the typical stereotypical uh, serial killer where... She's collecting items. Yeah. She's doing things to remember in the future so she can sit back and do whatever the fuck she's doing in her brain and enjoy these moments. Yeah. Um, It's so gross. I seriously can't stand this. I also think that she knew that, I think she got a thrill from showing the parents this picture of them, knowing that their son was suffering in the photo and them being unaware of it. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And and it's like that thrill of I'm getting away with it. Yeah. And she's getting called out and she's able to get away with it again. I think she has this weird thing where she likes almost getting caught. Yeah, that's yes. And it gives her that like um, endorphin boost. Mm -hmm. Most people I feel like, okay, say you're you're stealing from a store and then the moment you either get caught or you almost get caught, you go, I'm never doing that again. Right. She had a lot of those moments of, oh, shit, I got caught or I almost got caught. But instead, it seemed like she stepped up her game. Right. I don't know if I told you this before when we did the episode, but the police, um, the investigators believe that there's a possibility she left those post-it notes for them to find. They don't understand why she wouldn't have destroyed them. And it's interesting because it gives just enough to be like, I did it, but also enough to be like, there's doubt about it because I wrote all this other weird shit on it too. It's like she's She's trying to confuse them. And again, I think it's that like, haha, I'm... I'm putting, I'm, I'm pretty much saying I did it. Yeah. But you'll never be able to actually tell. Yeah. And it's like, she wants to see if she can get out of this this time it's, again. Exactly. I just, I can't believe she did this multiple times, like taking his oxygen away from him, you know? But this is also where there is photographic evidence. Mm-hmm. Then why isn't something being done? Everything else. Yeah. yeah you can say that it's hearsay or. It just, you know, certain doctors got bad feelings or parents were like right. upset. But like, this is evidence. That's how good she was. That's how good she was at manipulating. That's I how guess. good she was at keeping people believing that she was not a- capable of something like this. So the boy's father told the mail, told the Daily Mail, we had a handmade card and we assumed everyone on the ward got one, but they didn't. It was just us. Inside was a picture of my son with no breathing equipment, 
She said she took it out to clean or sterilize it. Now that everything's come to light, I should have questioned it more. And the next thing that's noted in the article, it says eight months ago, the couple had another premature baby boy who was who also needed breathing help. They know now that Letby never should have taken the baby's oxygen away from them before. And what's so sad is for these parents that did experience maybe a little bit of doubt in the moment, Mm -hmm. they're going to live with this nightmare. Yeah, I just I can't even imagine being one of those parents. I feel so sad for all of them. And now every parent who's ever, you know, been in that ward when she worked there is going to like wonder, did she fuck with my baby? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So on another occasion, Letby was furious when she came to work to find out that another nurse had been allocated their son. So they said, when we arrived, one of the nurses who was looking after him that night came to us and said, gosh, I can't believe how annoyed Lucy is that she hasn't got your son tonight. So she like would not shut up to this other nurse about how much she wanted him, which is fucking weird. Yeah. Even, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if you're not like murdering this baby, you should not be getting this attached to someone else's child. And it's even if you are, because I don't know, I, I think if I was a nurse, it'd be really hard to not get somewhat attached to these children. Yeah, but like, but in a positive way. And I, I wouldn't be angry. I would just be like, how is he doing? Is he doing well today? Exactly. And you realize you have another baby you're caring for. You yeah. you would be giving that new that other baby the same level of care. You should be giving that baby the same level there's of care. There's an unhealthy attachment yes. because there's something very sinister going right. on. Right. So she said Lucy had asked her four or five times if she would swap babies with her. Not normal. But thankfully, this nurse refused. At the time, the dad thought, that's lovely that people are fighting over him. Looking back, they were very, very lucky that she didn't have him that night. The baby's father added, he always seemed to have big dips in his health when she was looking after him. And then he said, every time he improved, she was this miracle worker who kept saving him. So she was hurting him and then saving him for and them. then in getting the attention she's mm-hmm. getting this like weird like glorified feeling for for from hurting the babies yeah and then also getting the attention for being like this miracle worker right it's it's pretty gross she's producing this tragedy so yeah. that she can swoop in and fix it but she doesn't fix it she fucking destroys everything yeah. it's awful so that was that family there's just one other i'm going to tell you about baby c in the case The mother of Baby C recalls that Lucy Leppy would not give her family any privacy. She hovered around the baby incessantly and was extremely overbearing. So they had a christening ceremony for this baby. And Lucy Leppy like participated in it in like a way where the mom like did not enjoy it. She did not want her. She was hovering. She wasn't giving this family any space or privacy. She was constantly like leaning over the adjusting stuff. Like she even wrote in this poor fucking baby's book. Like the death yeah. book where you sign, the mom like has to see that all the time now and know that this poor baby's killer has signed her name in That's the book, so like their memory. Difficult. Yeah, and she said that she was like she was standing nearby during the ceremony, just like eyeing her family, just watching them like a hawk. It's really strange. The manager, Lucy Letby's manager, had to keep telling her to leave the family alone. She even her boss had to tell her to leave them alone. But this is where again we are failing. Yeah, I, I don't understand like. How that's not seen as unhealthy. Go the fuck yeah. home. Send her home. Start looking into things. Like these yep. are all these like huge red flags. What you're afraid to hurt her feelings? Yeah. Is that well, what it is? Yeah. What is it? Are you afraid you're gonna get sued? Because that's even worse than being afraid of hurting someone's yeah. feelings. Yep. It's just this gross. Like it's not my responsibility. Self preservation. Yeah. Where nobody's taking accountability for it. Yep. This these like stories of these parents that we just have heard about. I feel like reading these gives me this feeling that like Lucy was like felt like she had some sort of claim or right to these babies that she targeted. She felt like they were hers in some way. 
I got to know the psychology behind that. It's bizarre and so awful. It is. Other examples where we've seen this is when, you know, she asked one of her other um, staff members, he's not leaving here alive, is he? When one of the babies she attacked was getting transferred. She had already claimed that baby. Um, When she came in to the parents who were grieving, holding their dying son, you've said your goodbyes, put him in, you need to put him in here now. In the with holding the box, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. She wanted to take that baby away from them in their last minutes. Like, she, she thought that was somehow her fucking baby, her right to do that. Like, it's so it's strange so to strange. me. And then, well, like we read in the first story, when she got mad, when the baby she was caring for was designated to another nurse. Like, I just, I don't understand all of these things together. It just, it's not just the killing of them and the torturing of them, but like the claiming them as her own as well. That it's like, she has some sort of right to do this. They're objects to her. Yes. You know, it just seemed like she was playing one massive game and they're just pawns in this really, really messed up. They're tools. They're just tools for her charade. Like is what it's just so sad, but it makes me again. I think something happened in her childhood because I don't think it's necessarily that she was wanting to, maybe punish the babies Mm -hmm. was she trying to punish the parents because it links to something that reminds her and i am not i am not giving her any excuse right of course please don't think that but there has to be something deeper or she just like this fucked where like she just enjoyed all of it and there was no nothing to connect the dots on and maybe we are overanalyzing and it was just as simple as she sucks as a person i don't think there is any overanalyzing on this case it's so deep and complex and just shit like I can't wrap my head around it. I can't either. I've wavered back and forth where I've believed that maybe she's just born purely evil. Maybe she had trauma. Maybe it's a little of both. I just don't understand it. I don't either. I don't understand it. I've thought a lot about this, mm-hmm. actually, since we recorded yeah, the first episode. It's really hard not to once you learn about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really fucking sad. It's just all these layers that keep adding on to it that, like, you think you figured it out a little bit and then something else comes out and you're like, what the fuck? You know? I, I would guarantee that there's going to be more to come. I absolutely agree with you. Until I learned about like the air embolus essentially causing heart attacks. Like I didn't quite realize how painful it was. Yeah. I, and we knew about the couple that had had like the blood that was found around their mouths and that vomiting large quantities of blood. And that was fucking horrible. But something in my brain went like, it wasn't all the babies she did that to at least, you know, but yeah. it fucking it was. was, it was. And it didn't need to happen. No. It should have pulled her off so much earlier than they did. And she's literally trained to know how what she's doing is going to affect them. Yeah. So she, all of it is completely intentional. It's not something where she's like, I did this, but I didn't realize the side effect it would have. You know what I mean? Nope. I don't know. The more that comes out, the more I see, like, the more this picture gets painted of her. It's just insane. Yeah. Anyway, that's, I just wanted to update you guys on that. It's just the layers that just keep adding up on this yeah. case are just like absolutely insane. It's getting worse. And again, I don't worse. think it's over. It's definitely not over. I think we're going to discover a lot more. And I, I hope that the more this sort of stuff comes out, the smaller the group of vigilantes becomes. It, it's really upsetting. It's disgusting. It is. I don't understand how you can blatantly ignore facts that have been presented in front of you and dismiss the accounts of people who were closest to her so easily people who worked side by side with her nobody wants this to be true no nobody wants to know that somebody was murdering babies i imagine that most of the staff at this hospital aside from the executives who tried to shove it away under the rug probably would have preferred it had been hospital failings and not somebody actually murdering babies right so it really just pisses me off when that just gets dismissed so easily like those things matter and it like, does yeah, the accounts from people like working with her, those are important 
Anyway, that's it. That's all I got for these updates. If anything more comes out, we'll keep everybody posted. Um, I fully expect to see more on this in the oh, future. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And if you want to follow us. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Sinister Junk Mail Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. See ya.